It's the Final Word Daily, day one here at Trent Bridge. I'm Adam Collins. I've got Daniel Norcross with me here again. He's going to start the show in our time-honoured fashion by telling you about the whole day in 30 seconds, please. Even one or they probably didn't want to win. They went in with the wrong team. They picked a spinner, decided to bowl. That was curious in and of itself. And New Zealand got away to a really quick start against England's bowlers who weren't quite full enough, you might say, in length on a pitch that didn't do exactly what they hoped it were going to do. They got fortunate and they bowled quite well in patches to pick up four wickets. First two in quick succession, the second two in quick succession, at 169 for four, Stokes then induced an edge from Daryl Mitchell's bat, which Joe Root dropped at first slip, and thereafter it was a procession as New Zealand's bowlers calmly, carefully took England's bowlers to the cleaners to finish on 318 for four. Bad day for England with the ball, possibly bad day with selection and uh, choice of what to do at the toss. Lots to unpick from today, Daniel. I mean, there's the drop catches, there's the decision to bowl at the toss, there's the picking Jack Leach, which I kind of understand why. I mean, philosophically, staying with an unsha- staying with a winning team, when you win, it was a stirring win at Lords last week, and had they dropped Leach or punted Leach having not played, I mean, it, would have, it wouldn't have been crash hot. So I see what they're trying to do. I also appreciate the point you've made, though, that there's a lot of sentiment in this England team. Um, which for the most part is a good thing but on days like today it, it, it can be exposed well look it doesn't make any sense to me because I want Jack Leach to do well and I want Jack Leach sure. therefore to bowl in the right conditions and on the right surfaces and if he's not played a test match in England for the last two seasons since the ashes of 2019 the so, oval test match yeah. in September think about everything that's happened since September 2019 I mean, yeah. I mean the pandemic alone but he didn't play he didn't play in the old Trafford test matches no. which were quite tasty for spin absolutely um, and yeah. he did play at the oval but he didn't play at the oval last year uh, yep. you, when you get to Trent Bridge Trent Bridge is a pitch that some of the finest spinners in the world have not prospered here for quite a long time Ravichandran Ashwin struggled here when India played you know and it seems to me that you're kind of setting Jack Leach up to fail a little yeah. bit you're also it's a confused picture if you're going to pick the spinner but win the toss and bowl because what you're basically saying is you don't want the spinner to be bowling in the fourth innings. You want him bowling in the first and the third innings. It's kind of saying straight off the front that you want him to be a holding bowler who can yeah. who can keep it in tight in order to rotate the seamers who your main weapon. And that might be possible on a pitch that offers something, but th- this pitch offered nothing. He, he got one to turn really quite nicely past the outside edge of Daryl Mitchell's bat, but the rest of the time he wasn't able to do that. And because there wasn't enough assistance in the pitch when he bowled that ball that he just dragged down a bit, every over yep. it was an easy single or a four if it was that much shorter you know he didn't bowl a maiden until his 14th over and you know, it, it just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me against two guys in pretty good nick uh, yeah. from last week they put on 196 they've added 149 unbeaten this evening Mitchell and Blundell batting all the way through the final session it nearly wasn't to be uh, you've touched on it already but that, that drop chance when Mitchell was new to the crease I think he was on three at the time no, yeah, I don't, I think yet, yet to, to score. score yet to score sorry Stokes, yeah. I mean that's that's a big moment that's the turning it's, point in today's day it's really play. it's really huge because actually there was a there was a passage of play when the England bowlers were getting the ball to do what I think they'd had in their mind's eye yeah would happen when they won the toss and elected to bowl and there were about 20 overs when it really started to hoop and swing around and Stokes had bowled a delicious ball he was in the middle of a good spell actually yeah, yeah, yeah. and he bowled a delicious ball to Mitchell drew him forward it straightened it took an authentic edge and it went low to sip we know sip catches are hard and no one's trying to drop them and Root has taken 153 catches in his England career so yeah, he's, and some he's are harder than sh- others one, one yeah. that's at your knee or you know maybe yeah. in his calf they're the other ones that Root 
Yeah, he, well, he's got a great pair of hands. You, you take those generally because you've got a greater sight on it. Yeah. And in fact, I, what in in mitigation, it might just have dipped a bit at the last minute because it, it just reached at the bottom of his fingers. So look, maybe that's what happened, but it doesn't really matter actually because after that, the two two Kiwi batters did what they did last time. They mm. batted with real authority and they were determined to leave anything outside the off stump. They weren't drawn in hardly at all. They forced the bowlers to bowl closer to them. When they did, their defence was immaculate. Very different styles. Mitchell more upright, yep. Blundell more crouched. But they took such delight and pleasure, just as we said last week, actually, in defending the ball with a full face of the bat, firmly straight back past the bowler. And it, it was really good to watch. Yeah, what was noticeable was the way they, they started, which was far more conservatively. You could call it that aggressive defence, mm. as it was at Lord's. But, I mean, when Conway and Nichols came together, for the first nine overs, they, they were going to run a ball. Yeah. And they added 77 and they transferred pressure back onto England. But they were both gone in quick succession when the score was 161 and 169, mirroring what happened in the first session when Young, who was really putting the foot down, he hit Stokes for two boundaries in the over and the final delivery of that over, which happened to be the seventh ball of it because there was a no ball, they had to reset the clock and go again. Um, caught it first slip, nice piece of bowling. But um, Young at that stage is 47, Latham's out next ball for 30. When Anderson bowls a half tracker and hits straight to Matty Potts at mid-wicket, dream come true stuff for Anderson returning to the attack. It, it looks like New Zealand on two occasions were going to mm. throw it away. And then Mitchell and Blundell said no. And, you know, to their credit, they're two players who you could easily imagine a world where... A, Mitchell's not playing at all in the series. If, if Nichols didn't come down with that calf injury in COVID-19, in all probability, Mitchell wouldn't have played last week at Lords. As for Blundell, you, you were just starting to hear it, weren't you? The pitter-patter of, oh, is this guy the long-term solution following Watling? Is there someone who could be more productive and make more runs? I love the way he goes mm. about it. I love, the, I love the way he leaves the ball. He gets his foot outside the line of the off stump and thrusts his arms into the air. I mean, he, it's, it's real purpose to the way he goes about um, his defence. And, and I think that's the foundation upon which he's made it to 67 not out uh, overnight this evening. And it was proper situational batting because they were aware they'd lost those two quick wickets and they were aware that they'd been on top and they were in danger of throwing a situation away. Yep. And let's face it, what we've watched in what is amounted to about four and a half days of test cricket in this series is both sides somehow managing to throw away winning positions. Now, at some point, one of those teams is not going to do it. At, yep. at Lords, for example, England and Joe Root, especially in partnership with, with folks, settled that game by just saying, no, we're not going to give it away. We're going to be the team that isn't going to give it away. Well, today, you know, New Zealand nearly gave away a position of dominance. And in fact, they've clawed it back to such an extent at 318 for four. You're struggling to see, even though England have got a pretty new ball, it's only seven overs old, that they'll have to, they'll have to blow out the last six wickets for, what, 50, 60 more runs? Yeah. I, I would say, realistically, to stay in a test match. They won't believe that. They'll say, look, wait till you see both sides. But sure. we can get 400, 450 on that. Because it's true, there aren't any demons in the track it was a bit slow today as well it was surprised me it didn't really zip through whether that was a function of, of the bowling or the pitch or a little bit of both we'll see because you know Matt Henry is going to get a bowl tomorrow and he kind of excites me he gets a little if it if there's something in there he'll find we'll, it yeah he'll yeah. find it so uh I, I, New Zealand are massively on top and if they shell a bunch of catches well maybe the pattern of the series will continue but they are in a very strong position now to, to make, well, not settle the match, but get such a long way ahead in the next day. Now, the Hall of Fame, Daniel, serious stuff mm. put to one side. Thanks to Woodstock Cricket, TFW20, woodstockcricket.co.uk. Get yourself one of the best cricket bats in the world. We're both getting one in the mail right now. Ooh. 
I can't wait. Can't wait to get home. Can't wait, can't wait to get home. And, and some pads as well, I believe. A whole bit. Yeah. Ooh, a whole, bit. whole kit and caboodle. I am, uh, my obvious nomination is poor old Susan uh, ah, in Susan. front of the pavilion there. Daryl Mitchell takes Leach downtown for a six over long on, I think it was. Uh, and the uh, the ball landed in her pint. Literally in the pint. I love the way that Matty Potts gesticulated to the umpire yeah. saying, it's in there, it's <laughs> in there. Uh, and I, I, thought he, I, I thought he was demanding that someone go and get her a new pint. I mean, he, he wasn't <laughs> actually signaling the six. He was going... She's, she's, my pint's gone. And this she, is and, terrible. And, 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 and I'm, I'm reliably informed she also broke her finger, Susan. I've heard, I don't know how they found out so quick. Yeah. Do they have like on-site x-ray? Maybe. Anyway, so Susan goes in just for the sheer enjoyment of that moment. On an otherwise day that sort of drifted, it wasn't sort of a madcap at any particular stage. Well, it was yeah, a, we're not four and over-ish though, didn't that's that? That's true. So, the, you know, the, the, the run rate did, but tempo. I mean, it wasn't like it was uh, last week at Lords when it was so frenetic. No. You could have put a dozen things in the Hall no. of Fame, but yeah. there, there's me. Susan's in there for me. Okay. Well, yeah, I, mean, I think you're dead right. For me, I, I want to add Joe Root's bouncer because oh, yes. he came on to bowl. <laughs> uh, Joe Root does this say when the right-handers are in. He's got an unfortunately dismal average against right-handers and especially in the first innings, which is not unusual for a part-time off-spinner. Off so he's taken to coming around the wicket and, and it was a thrilling over. Daryl Mitchell first went for a reverse sweep. And nailed it. And nailed it. Second then he time. went for a reverse sweep and it so close to hitting the, the toe of the bat and actually the top of the yeah, glove. Yeah. Got really close. Got actually, reviewed. Hit the, yep. hit the sweat band, got reviewed. And and it was very unusual because Mitchell does do this. He's an interesting player. You watch him for three hours and for two hours and 57 minutes, he's completely immaculate. But he will have a mad three minutes. And this was his mad three minutes in this game. He did it against Anderson at Lords yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. And Root got quite smart. He saw Mitchell was ticking and he, and he advanced. And then Root bowled a serious bouncer. And Mitchell knows Ben Folk's behind. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a serious keeper. So he had to get a bat on it, but he was advanced down the pitch. So he's like forehand smashing it. And it came within two yards of carrying to mid on. And had Root got him out with that, that Bumping would have been out. spectacular. I mean, a spectacular moment in the game anyway. Sure. But yeah, that's my Hall of Famer. All right, I think that's it for us. Uh, the final word daily, Adam Collins and Daniel Norcross. If you like what we do, patreon.com forward slash the final word. We'll be back to do it again tomorrow. In fact, it'll be Daniel with Jeff tomorrow. I'm doing something else, but I'll be back on day three. And that game will continue apace. Good night from Trent Bridge. Good night. I had to go about it.